I have to say we're live. I know it's going to drive Dylan crazy, but we're live. <laughs> Episode number 74 of Mastering Mitzvahs. I'm Mike Langzer. I got my two very good friends, Dylan Weisman and Jordan Marshall here. And today is a very special episode. It's been a while since we had a guest. Um, let and, alone two. Let alone two guests. Yes, two guests. At the same time, there's going to be five of us sharing the screen for those of you watching. But these are not just regular guests. These are past clients of ours who just celebrated their twins' b'nai mitzvah during COVID times. So I am so excited to hear from them, hear their story, uh, what brought them to the level or the point that they were at. And mostly we want to talk about the incredible outcome of the event and how thrilled they were to have celebrated when so many other people are postponing, canceling, or just giving up. So, uh, guys, unless you have anything else to add to a, a pre-show opening, I'd like to just jump in and introduce them. Well, I, I do have something to add, as always. I, I want to I add. I knew it. Uh-huh. I knew it. So, so because this is primarily focused on giving great tips and tricks – uh, to our clients who are planning right now, this is the most valuable episode we've done to date, in my opinion, because this family has firsthand experience of not only dealing with a planning process during uh, an, a worldwide pandemic, but then actually executing it safely, securely, soundly, and then with big impact. So it is our explosive pleasure to welcome like in you. Jeremy and Deborah Bird. <laughs> what up? Hey, welcome how are you? Oh, man, this is so great, guys. And Dylan, just to tag on what you just said before, I think the cool part about having, you know, two live producers uh, of an event really complements all our recent posts, all of our recent uh, blogs, the blogs that we're putting out. We've been trying to tell families both near and far that you can party with COVID guidelines and have a great time, turn up, enjoy your friends and family and kind of, uh, you know, rock and roll. So let's do it. Yeah. Wow. Would so, you guys introduce yourselves? Like, I guess Jeremy first. Uh, so I'm Jeremy Berg, obviously, and uh, you know, uh, this was definitely an experience during during this. So I appreciate everything that you guys helped with and, and making sure that the entertainment was top notch for this party. Thank you, um, Deborah. A little introduction and. You know, at what point did you start the planning? Be long before COVID, but you know, when, when did you start the planning? So this, um, we started booking everything, um, April, uh, I think February or March of 2019, and in plans, prepping a regular party, um, and everything was going great, and we had everything was all set, and then um, you know, March happened. I, I hate to say you know, COVID hit us, but March hit us. And we got. It sounds, it sounds a little bit easier when you mention the month. We'll just say March happened. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what? That's a new one. We should coin that, and we'll let them know that you let us. That's a good one. I like that. March. Gonna add hashtag March had it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it, you know, it, it changed the world for everybody, and it was just, um, it was an unbelievable um, thing. But you know, these, you, know, you guys have, were. I, I can't even say it enough, and it's it's not like to. You know, I'm you know I'm not getting you know paid to say this. these guys are truly truly hands down the best. You know, it, it was there was more than just entertainment that night. It was it was fun. It was it was a show. It was dancing. It was laughing. It was kids enjoying themselves for the first time since March, and that was my drive. It, it was everything it should have been. But yeah. they didn't. 
they didn't tell everyone they had to get up and dance. They said, if you feel the music right. and you want to shake by your chair, right. feel free, you know, because it, that, it you to the, the horror. <laughs> De Deborah, what was the original date? And, and how many times did you move? So we had three day changes. So we originally were planned for uh, Memorial Weekend of 2020. And then, of course, COVID. And so then we, so I'm a nurse. So I, I, it's kind of easy in a sense for me to track how things are kind of happening. And I said, you know, things are kind of settling down. I, you know, I figured let's reschedule it for September. It's a pretty safe time, early September. It's before flu season hits, before COVID might resurge. COVID's pretty calm right now. Things might reopen. So we went there for September 5th. And then... Um, and then our governor wouldn't open up indoor dining. Yeah. You know, so, you know, I'm sorry to cut you off that, but no, no, the okay. indoor dining part really took a, hurt us because, you know, when he originally said, okay, July 5th, we're going to do indoor dining. Then four days before that, on July 1st, he took it back and said, we're holding off on indoor dining. A pit in my stomach started burning going, all right, it's now July. I have just about two months to my rescheduled date and I need to be a, a little bit more proactive. So I started sending an email to our original venue. I'm like, well, what's your plan? Uh, we don't have one. The governor hasn't allowed any dining yet. We're going to hold off and let's see what August brings. Right now, wow. August, August comes and Deborah reaches out to them and they still didn't have a plan. You know, you see all outdoor dining going on and, you know, we're like, well, hopefully they'll be able to do something, you know, outside of the venue to try and make it work. And they still didn't have a plan. And, you know, it's very upsetting when, you know, this time people want to have a party and a venue doesn't have a plan to be able to facilitate that party for you. So how, how many... Uh, I, I was going to ask you, Deborah. Actually, how many weeks out did you decide you needed to change venues? And we're not going to mention the venue name, but right. you know, at what point did you decide this venue isn't working? We need to come up with a, a plan B or C or D or whatever it was at this point. That's actually what I was going to what I was going to go with is that so it was sometime around the beginning of August. So we were four weeks out, and my whole entire entire family was telling me. Now, mind you. We already sent out a save the uh, change the date invite back in I think June, so now we've already changed the date for 250 guests already once. Okay, and then my whole family said to me, "Just forget it. You know the kids are fine without it. Just you know let it just be. They'll have their service and go on, and that's it." I don't take no for an answer very easy, so I started. Up and and we 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 thank you for that. We appreciate <laughs> that. Thank, thank you so much. <laughs> I picked up my phone and I started looking for outdoor places, outdoor venues that you you know would be allowed to have that kind, this kind of a you know um, party, so to speak, quote unquote. And all of a sudden, then nobody really knew what I was doing or that I was reaching out to people. But the phone started to you know ring around. We get emails and and this new place had reached out to me and you know they uh, they too were hands down amazing. And because and so now we're now we're four weeks, three and a half, four weeks out from the original scheduled party. So pretty much in three weeks, we had to do everything that you would do for a massive B'nai Mitzvah. 
So I've got two 13 year olds hanging in the wind and we had to reschedule what we had to, I had to create an evite, send out evites to every single person. We had to reschedule and pray that you guys were still going to be available and the photographer and I mean, the, and the, the people who did all our decorations and it was just mind boggling how we did it all in three and a half weeks. Were, were all of your vendors able to accommodate the new date or did you have to shift any vendors? No, they all worked with us. Um, so, you know, and, and with all that going on also, Deborah actually was planning on moving the party to our front yard. You know, she was she she contacted part you know uh, rent rent rental uh, rent rent. That's the inside. That, that, that was a little. I, that was a tough one. Had a couple rent rentals in my day. Don't worry, it happens. And it happens. um, <laughs> she was really thinking about putting a dance floor on our front lawn. Right. Putting up a tent, and as I told Michael, I'm like. I was going to have you set up in my gar garage and have the kids dance in my driveway. We were having a party for these kids because they deserve to be celebrated for what they were doing. Um, but yeah, so all I'm, I'm going to backtrack on that a second. Let me just backtrack. So the kids, speaking of being celebrated, so the kids had to learn one half Torah for their service. And being the mom that I am, when we changed everything, I said, no, 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 no. You're not just going to have like a virtual service and move on. You're going to forget that Haftor and relearn a whole new one. <laughs> so, my I bet they loved you for that. <laughs> you know uh, what? They you know, took it I thought. They, they did. They took it a lot better. They they were, you know, through all this, there were no real summer camps during the summer, right? So, they didn't have a lot to do. So, they were home studying for the, you know, for the Haftorah um, and, and actually getting really excited for the the B'nai mitzvah the service the the party um they were looking forward to it and, and you know to go back to your question michael not one vendor had an issue with not ch not only changing the first date not only changing the second date but once we were like listen we need to change the date again but not only are we changing the date we're changing the location and, and due to certain circumstances um, the amount of people that are going to be there, you know, and then in changing the location was the size of the area that we were going to have, you know, from going to a, a ballroom that would fit 230 people comfortably where you would have had electricity all around you to make it easier for yourself to be able to have a light show and, and you know, more speakers than you need. To being in this outdoor venue under two 30 by 30 tents um, that gave us maybe it was probably about 15 feet wide by 60 feet long, you know, of an area that we decided, okay, well, we can't really have a dance floor. What can we do to make these kids, you know, be active and not be bored? Jeremy, I'm okay. Jump in. Hold on, hold on, hold on. No, there was a lot there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna blow up because there's so many things that I want to that I, we need to get into here. And my whole job on this podcast is to try to pull out the really, really important nuggets for our families who are listening to this and the vendors who are checking in. My phone is blowing up because they love the fact that we're having real life experience with you guys as a family who just recently went through so many challenges and tribulations and trials about your your event. Here's what I want to get into and 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 we're going to try to keep it, you know, 
super, super, super short because I think there's a lot in here. Um, your kids. You never once lost sight that this was for them and for their accomplishments. Why don't you oh, tell absolutely. me a why don't you tell me a little bit about their mindset when you told them that they had to change their date again? Just real fast. What was it so, like for, uh, those, for your kids? I, I think that they were they were like, okay, whatever. And they, they were really, I don't think it really hit them. And then if you remember about a week before, two weeks before the actual date, Dylan, I think we were talking on the Zoom. And I had expressed to you, I said, I don't think the kids are really into this anymore. And I don't know what to do. And I don't want them to be a big flop at the party. I think I said, because now a year and a half of planning went by. And now we postponed it three times. And I think they lost their momentum. I really think that they were kind of toast. So you were amazing. And you said, well, let's set up a, a Zoom call with them. And let's try and bring them back. And you did so, just that. Right. So, so the one thing that I want to really bring out from that experience, and look, we're, we're dealing with this for the first time just like your family is and like a lot of families are. And we have industry people checking in. Uh, Jasmine uh, out of Chicago is checking in. She runs a huge company um, that does exactly what we do out in Chicago. And our families are just discouraged in a lot of cases here um, because they have to postpone again and again and again because their event isn't happening exactly the way that they wanted it to. And it takes a toll on the kids. It takes a toll on the, on the, on the, um, on the actual guest of honor. So one thing that your family did very well is keep the mindset of let's try to have something special for these kids before we lose their interest in it. And one of the ways we really tried to make sure that that brought through was to find time to really just get to know them and feel how they're, they're doing their thing right now, right? Like we spent time on a Zoom just talking about life and not about their event just to get the personality flowing again because it, you kind of get numb to it like you were saying deb you kind of get numb to the fact i guess we're moving again and when you move it that far in advance you don't have a whole lot to look forward to and you and you kind of lose the excitement of it so your family kept that in the forefront and i think that's a huge win for Straight both up. your kids and your family members that were there jord I was going to agree. And just a last little take on it. Obviously, you know, I wasn't on property and didn't have the pleasure of working with you guys direct, but just from your energy and the vibe, not only that I'm, I'm seeing today, but everything that I heard uh, culturally for the way the event was developed, I think that because you guys stayed motivated, because you had great energy and vibe the whole time, that's contagious. And it starts at the top. You kept that for your family, for the kids. And I think it, it, it traveled all the way through. So for anybody listening that's looking to plan the event, you know, parents, I can't even imagine what it's like to reschedule once, if not twice three times, but the more positive you could stay. I mean, you guys were like, yeah, we're going to party. We're going to set up on the front lawn. Mike's going to DJ in the garage. Uh, we'll have Dylan do the media from the attic. I don't care. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's amazing. And, and like, I feel like if people could just stay positive, like right there, like that's such a huge percentage of, of like positivity in your corner. Right. Yeah, so I, I, Dylan, give me one moment, please. I, I just, I want to harp on the point that you made that the vendors all accommodated your changes. Cause I think there's a misconception on how hard it is to reschedule and, and it's not an easy feat by any means, no, it's but, not. but the vendors, we want to work. The photographers want to work. Um, you you found a venue that wanted your business. And I would like to say that every one of us all involved bent over backwards to accommodate. And I think that really needs to hit home to the listeners that, you know, none of us are, are uh, you know, forcing clients to do things they don't want. We're, we're rolling with the punches. And, and in fact, you know, not to get into the financials, but we downsized the original package that you guys were intending to spend with us just so that we could still have an event. And, you know, 
I think a lot of vendors would do the same. Just let's make something happen, even if it's smaller, rather than you know, right. force the un unneeded or unwanted. No, absolutely. And, and you're, you know, when we when we went through this, and, and you're right, it was when we had to make the first change. The whole was like, okay, we have this date open. I reached out to you. I reached out to the photographer. I reached out at, to the um, the party planner, and I'm like, hey, we have to move. Is this day available? Um, you guys are like, oh yeah, that's no problem, no big deal. The photographer's like, I have a wedding that weekend. So then it was like, okay, now I got to go back to the hall and see what are the days do they have available. And they had that, you know, so then we were able to, okay, they have this available. Now I got to send out another email between the three vendors and say, are you, you know, are you available for this day? Then it was like, okay, great. Now we can book this room, you know, the room for this day. And then we'll have to update the, you know, and then when, you know, to be honest, you know, with two 13 year olds, you're always running in different directions with sports. And, you know, so it was amazing. We're at one of my daughter's softball games and Deborah is watching the game feverishly on her phone. And she gets this email and she turns to me and goes, can we take a ride down to Seaside Park? I'm like, what do you want to do? She goes, there's a venue there. The guy's available to see us, but he's only there till three o'clock. I'm like, uh, sure, let's go. You know, as soon as my daughter was done and she's like, we get in the car and I'm like, we're going down to the beach. She's like, why? And I'm like, mom has an appointment to go see a hall. And we get down there and, you know, at first I'm looking going, how are we, I, I, I'm trying to vision what this party is going to look like here. And it was, you know, the guy's talking to us and he was the nicest. And he's like, what day did you want it? Well, like September 5th. And he goes, oh, that's Labor Day weekend. I'm sorry, I can't give it to you. But we have it the next weekend. And, you know, we were like, all right, do we change the date for the party again? You know, and we went home and we're like, these kids need a party. They need to enjoy themselves. They need to release some of that stress over having to to wait we'll, we'll move the date and we'll let the people who know that want to come and enjoy it that we're moving it again so um you end up having the service as planned on the fifth and then the party yeah. on the 12th and, and i want again listeners to realize that that is fine that's acceptable and probably worked out to be very convenient for you as well without having to rush around all the same day trying yeah. to cram everything in Right. It's actually cool to do that because it made the whole party experience feel longer. It just lasted longer. Right. Right. So, uh, you know, we originally, as Deborah said, we, we started in May. It was Memorial Day weekend. So originally, it, we looked at it, service on Saturday, party on Sunday. And, hey, we'll even have a barbecue on Monday to just <laughs> keep the party going. You right. know, so then De when we Deborah, had a change. I, I'm sorry, Jeremy. De Deborah, I'm curious how... I'd like to shout out this venue, Park Pavilion in Seaside, because they, they knocked it out of the park, literally. But what criteria did you have when looking for a venue? You know, After knowing that the first venue wasn't working out, and that name we're not bringing up, but what, what did you have in mind? Like, all right, I, it needs to hit points A, B, and C for me to decide that it's the right space. 
Um, it was really, I think, point A and B. It was number one, I want to have a party, and number two, we just we just want to celebrate kids. It was really, I didn't have, I didn't go there to book it having a specification how many people we had to have, you know, because whatever it was going to be was going to be. So would, uh, you, would you actually say that the an option or maybe like a tip for everybody is to keep an open mind? Because I feel like it sounds like with this going on, you can't, you can't really like pinpoint okay, we specifically need this or this is going to happen. You got to kind of go in with like, you know, an open palette and be like, all right, let's paint a picture here. hundred percent. You know what, again, because everything I do, I see all these things that all these changes and everything, you know, guidelines that they are literally changing every single day. Right. Like I have to walk my staff off the ledge every other day because the CDC put down new guidelines and it's scary to everybody. And rightfully so, it's, it's very, very scary. So, you know, really it was, I want to have a party and we have to have it outdoors. Okay. And that's it. What what would you say your kids' mindset was like the day after their celebration? Huh. <laughs> I, I, they were they were definitely uh, on cloud nine. Um, ben really enjoy really really enjoyed the party. Um, you that know, son, so he doesn't say thank you for those kind of things like he d- does usually. That night we were driving home, and in the car he said. Thank you so much for that party. It was amazing. Parents, do you hear that? If nothing else, (laughs) do you you hear that? Your now 13-year-old son, who never thanks you you for anything, (laughs) he said thank you. I think that right there is its own takeaway. I I wanted to, you know, and it's amazing. And he meant it. it, You know, last week, you guys mentioned how people walking by on the boardwalk looked at us thinking it was a big VIP party, not knowing how, you know, what was going on. Um, there were, it was, it really was amazing because there was an old couple dancing uh, during one of the songs out there. Um, and then there were these young girls who looked like they were probably freshmen in high school that all of a sudden started talking with the kids, tried coming in that we actually needed to almost have a bouncer at the gate to say, Hey, it is a private party, you know, but it was amazing to see how people wanted to come in and enjoy the party with us. So that, that's a really good point. That's a really good point, Mike, because we talk about it all the time, um, that we need something good. We need something good. Something good. So the fact is that you, your family, your guests were so deliberate in that we are going to have a good mindset a good time, a happy time, whatever that, we are going to have it. And it was contagious that it spilled onto the public boardwalk. Our private party, that energy, that charisma, that engagement, that excitement that your family had, that your, your kids' friends had, spilled off into the public. And I think that that translates well to every event that's gonna happen between now and the end of the year. This year needs something good, so if you can muster up the courage, you become the beacon of that enthusiasm, that energy that your family, your kids, and their friends so desperately need. One of the questions that I got behind the scenes, and I'd love to start with with Deb here, is what is the one tip that has kept you going? What tip that you can that you can give to someone else as they plan their events? Because we have a few more months left here in in 2020. And we're going to start getting these calls again. Oh, my God. I don't know what to do. What's the one tip you can give to those families? 
you know what? It, um, I, I think that there's going to be a really big <clears throat> mental health crisis in the world later on. These kids, they need this. If you do it for nothing else and for nobody else, or you're afraid of your 80-year-old parent or so on and so forth, <clears throat> scale it down, be creative. But these kids need a little socialization, and they need each other, and they need that outlet. And that was really my whole focus for this, is that I am not going to make these kids suffer because the world had this blow-up pandemic in front of us. They need it's this, and they deserve it's a great, it. It's a great point. So, so great, if great, I were to... Great point. If I were to reword that, it's do it for your kids. Give them do something. Give that some. Give them something to look forward to. Let's make t-shirts. Do it for your kids. Do like it's the kids. That's our new slogan. Yes. I'm gonna brand more things today. Uh, Jeremy, you, save, and, yeah, on, I was gonna say Jeremy. No, I was gonna say Jeremy for you, and I was gonna say if you have any any other hacks or uh, as we like to call them, entertainment hacks for our families watching. Uh, so I mean, uh, definitely you want to do it for the kids um, in this time. You know, big is not better. So, you know, when, when, it, when it's something like this, the kids That's deserve it. That's a good one. You know, big isn't always better. So it, definitely look to scale it down um, and make something memorable for, for them, for your family, for their, you know, for their friends. Because you know what? It's the memories that your friends are always going to have. I had... Out of all the people there, I had one friend of, that was there that was at my bar mitzvah, right? And, and he's probably one of my closest friends that I've had. The fact that I was able to share with him that memorable moment on the beach for my kids' b'nai mitzvah will stand out to me. And it'll be something that he'll remember that, hey, we grew up from 12 to 45, and now we're here celebrating, you know, our kids together. You know, and that's it, you know, there is a week before the party, the venue, um, Park Pavilion actually called me because that's when Murphy opened up the indoor dining. And he said, look, he said, if you want, because you never know what weather's going to do. He said, we can do your party inside. And, you know, for a split second, I thought about it. I looked at my parents, you know, who are in their 70s. And and they said, no, you know, because some people are coming because it was outdoors, which, again, brings me to that fact is that, you know, do it and do it up and do it creative, no matter how you have to do it, and do it safely. And everything that everything that you do, if it's safe, it can be done. Everything can be done if you do it properly. That's exactly where I wanted to go with this now. Um, a lot of people say, I don't know if I could have a party that's safe, and I don't know if my guests are going to feel comfortable. I mean, that, that's what we keep hearing. Will my guests feel comfortable? Will, will my audience, uh, will, will they RSVP, yes, that they're coming? And I, I can tell you, as somebody was there, and you know, my job as a DJ is to stand on the outside corner and kind of just watch everything while you guys are absorbing it all, like it's all happening. I'm I'm watching it all from the outside, and I saw nobody that seemed uncomfortable. Now, many were wearing masks, not all. We were outdoors; they didn't have to. But you know, guests were comfortable at their tables. Some guests stayed at their tables. Most guests roamed. Uh, guests, when they wanted drinks, went over to the bar and got drinks, or the serving staff brought it to them, um, and and it was done right. I mean, uh, even little things like the straws had wrappers on them. You know, the the venue thought of things, the way that they delivered the food was more in a family style per table arrangement. Yep. Um, you know, there were so many safe 
socially responsible um, deliverable there that you know whether you asked for it or just naturally happened your guests were comfortable without a doubt from my perspective um and, and you know i i don't think you could have done it any better and at the end of the day everybody left happy i i mean were there any precautions that you had to divulge to the venue or to guess about safety that you felt were something you need to say or just kind of happened no I, I think it just happened right deb i mean yeah just you know because everybody knew you know social distancing and everybody knew masks if you can't be six feet apart and you know everybody knows the rules and everybody knows what to do and i think that that's also you know in terms of COVID, i think that's why we're you know the numbers have not gone back up is because people are doing the right thing you know and and again you know this party was now what's almost two weeks two weeks out and knock on wood everybody's fine you know so it's it's a good thing and you have to just you have to roll with it that's awesome love it so uh, we're we're up against the time and I, and I mike i think you and i were talking offline saying exactly the same thing uh, i'd love you guys to in a nutshell wrap it up for us deb and jeremy um just if this is the platform to to really inspire and encourage the families out there and the vendors out there to to get back on the horse if you have any final thoughts about anything, whether it be what we did, what you guys did, what your family did, now's the time to do it. I want to leave an open-ended conversation, um, Jeremy and Deb, because I'm getting awesome feedback on our side panels and our and our text panels uh, that you guys have been inspirational to them to be able to go out there and, and feel like they can do it. So, Jeremy, I, I'll start with you. Is there any final thoughts that you might be able to give our listeners um, who are maybe considering having an event or on the fringe of postponement? What, what, what could you say to them? Um, I, I think that you just need to remember what the event is for. It's not to show off to other people that, you know, my party's better than yours. It's about the kid. It's about celebrating what they're doing, uh, be it a wedding, a mitzvah, a hundredth birthday. You know, they're bit milestone celebrations that need to be done because sometimes it's not going to be there if you postpone. You know, um, you need to sometimes think outside the box. um, and, And if it means not being able to play Coke and Pepsi on the dance floor, or freeze dance, it might mean coming up with some backyard games to do. Um, you know, giant Jenga like we did, or, or ladder ball, or, you know, something else that was mentioned to us while we were there is, you know, hey, we're on a beach, do a sandcastle contest. Of course, my kids didn't like the idea, Mike. I'm sorry. I'm still bummed we didn't do that. I was so am I. I really think it would have been really cool. But like, it, no. Definitely think outside the box and and make it happen. I didn't get to do Sandcastle building this summer. I we do them a lot at corporate events, and you know there were no corporate events this summer. But that was that's one of my things I love doing. So yeah, I'm a little bummed we didn't get to it. Um, now you guys got to have another party. <laughs> Mike needs All to right. build sandcastles. <laughs> but before we let you before you let you guys go, uh, Deb, any final thoughts for our listeners that you think is important for them to hear about this? Just to remember that you, you know we can't we can't stop life because of this. You know we have to live it safely, and that's really the bottom line: is live it safely, think outside the box, 
and you're doing things for the right reasons. You're not doing it just to have a party. You're doing it because these milestones will never happen again. Awesome. Yeah. Nice. So, Guys, um, we're, we're going to, yeah, this has been extraordinarily valuable. I mean, my, my feeds are blowing up on all sides, which is really great. So I want to thank you guys, uh, on behalf of the entire explosive cast, um, for your empowerment, for your trust in us to do your event safely and, and with excitement. Um, and, and most importantly for your time here today. Um, so we're going to say goodbye to, to Jeremy and Deb. We're going to throw them on out of here. And again, we thank you so much for your time, uh, for your energy, for your trust, and, and for your partnership as we've celebrated. It this was time. our pleasure. And you guys are hands down, bar none, top notch, amazing. And thank you. You just have, you've won every accolade I could possibly think of. You guys are amazing. Thank you, guys. Thank you. And with that, yeah, for real, thanks. <laughs> They're they're great guys. Jordan, you weren't there. I was sitting in back and just enjoying the magic, man. This is I, a great cast for me. Listen, look. Here's here's what I want to say. You founded this company. Oh, I don't know what, 15, 16 years ago. Um, how's it feel to just you know hear all of that on an event that you actually really didn't touch, and you know especially during these crazy times. It's it's like watching my hypothetical children grow up, bro. It's great. It's 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 all I've ever really hoped and dreamed of. You said you hit the nail on the head, man. When you start anything like this, like I had no idea that you know everything that we would do would spread to be this cool, this big, this awesome, and like just you know partnering with the two of you guys and just us having a great core and great team to develop events was just un unforeseen. So it was awesome to sit back and hear it like be crushed the way that I would crush it. You know what I mean? So it, it, it's awesome, man. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate everything you guys do. And uh, another, another satisfied customer, very satisfied I, customer. It, it, it was it was a question I asked for an absolute reason. And the reason is when customers are saying, how do I know you guys are gonna be around? How do I know you're gonna weather the storm? Uh, the Bird family just, just hit it home. You know, we do what we do because we love what we do. You started the company small, you always say in your parents' basement, you know, umpteen years ago and here we are crushing events during the craziness of what's happening in the world. And that's why we'll be around for many, many more years. You know, we love what we do. The passion won't go away. Uh, we're happy to do it in any alternative form and we can't wait to do it the way that we've always known it as well. It, it, it's energizing to be around families who just want to find a reason to like you guys and by you guys meaning us. I mean, like, they gave us every opportunity uh, to to say, all right, we'll see you later, bye, you know. And instead, we're here to partner with them, to hold their hand, to provide a beacon of hope, energy, and charisma. Um, and I think that the collaboration where they were honest about their concerns and specific about their needs, it allowed our creativity to come through. And I think that's what made it so valuable. So if I were to take anything away from here today, uh, outside of the fact that you got to remember why you're doing this and to not lose sight of why we're doing this and to know that there is a window of opportunity where it's going to be impactful. And if you miss that opportunity, you might be throwing money at a problem that doesn't even exist anymore. Right. Um, it's that if you really like your vendors, you'll find a way to work with them even in tough times. And when we really like our families, we go above and beyond to, to, to crush it for them. And I mean, I met Jeremy, uh, through Mike, um, and Jeremy, it's, it's funny enough. He was texting me after the event. He's like, I feel like we're family now. Can your daughter call me uncle Jeremy? And <laughs> it, it's one of those things where it's like, there's not a whole lot of other industries that you get that, that 
meaningful relationship with your customers. So um, for me, it's just another example of this is more than just a job and it's more than just a money-making scheme or our livelihood. It's a, it's a way to build relationships. And I can't thank our families that have empowered us enough to, to continue to allow us to do that, even during these times. Mike? I just want you to send us home with that awesome graphic. And uh, it's been a great day. Thanks, guys. All right. Until we see you next time, take care of yourselves and each other. This has been Mastering Mitzvahs, and we'll see you real soon. Wash your hands.